Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With over 17,000 students and around 1,800 staff, it really is hard to imagine the city and county before the University of Limerick. A new book documents the university's social history. It's called University of Limerick, an oral history, 1972 to 2022. And the launch was attended by some of the first ever graduates who shared their stories and not just focused on the academic. The book reflects on the love stories that blossomed on the campus. And uh, with us now are Trish and John Kerr. Good morning to both of you. How are you doing? Um, Trish, you first. What what are your memories then of uh, meeting John? (laughs) <laughs> yes, um, I did see him uh, probably about a couple of months into our first term, and uh, I thought he was very cute. <laughs> so since then, we've been together for the last 47 years. Um, we married a couple of uh, right after college, and uh, happy pretty well ever since. But it was a very exciting time on college campus, and uh, everybody knew everybody. And John uh, was just somebody I thought was wonderful. And he'll tell you himself. <laughs> well, well, John, I mean, do you remember locking eyes with Trish for the first time? Oh, Joe, good morning to you. i better clean up that story a little bit there. Um, yes, I do. <laughs> can you hear me? I can. Yeah. Yes, she's quite right. We met in year one, September of 72, I think it was. Right. Yeah. Well, within three months, I was given a, a surreptitious note by one of our friends to invite me to the local library in the college to go and see, identify with this young lady who was challenging me to a date. Challenging you to a date? I have to put it straight out. There's the record now. Um, so I went down to <laughs> identify who this creature might be and easily recognizable by the fact that she was reading the Farmer's Journal um, not a lady of farming background, and certainly story breaks very quickly when I realize she's got the farmer's journal upside down. She read it upside down, so that was a tagline to come forward. So I made my approach, made my introduction, had interviewed rapidly by her, and before we knew it, we were in Todd's and then we having coffee downstairs. Well, hang on a second, Trish. I mean, we've heard some good stories of romance and first dates on this show, but this is one of the more unusual upside down farmer's journal that's uh, explain that trish (laughs) (laughs) well that's what john tells me i'm sure um there is probably another story as well um i don't remember reading the farmer's journal upside down i'm sure it was just the outside of it Um, (laughs) but i did have my eye on john in the beginning and um that's that's what happened he tells me and were you together then the whole way through your time uh, in college we were, actually. Yeah. Yes, we were. Yeah. We started dating formally, I think, in February of 1973. And strangely, we dated all the way through. And uh, as Chris said earlier, we married immediately after graduation. We right. married no, I mean, people who are aware of the history of the University of Limerick will know, you know, its origins and it, it was mainly about uh, sports and, and sports science expanded into you know, a massive um, facility these days. So what were both of you studying? John? I signed up for business studies. Um, I had met a chap, I think his name is Confederate in Cork, Hall in Dublin, 71. 
not knowing what direct, which direction my career might take or what career I might wish to take. And he suggested he had heard about this upstart, Dr. Walsh in Limerick, and his plans for what was then the NIHE. And I was very interested in what was happening in Europe. And that gentleman in Cork talked all suggested I go down, force my way in, have an interview with Dr. Walsh and his colleagues down there and see if I can get into the college. He saw a great future at that time for the NIHG as being the third level college entry point into Europe through the EEC. And from that, it's history. Right. And, and what about you, Trish? Well, I was brought up in a family of small business. Uh, my father... Uh, had the grocery store and the hardware store in, in, in our small town. And my mother had a restaurant, guest house. So I was always interested in business. And, and this offered a, a business course, business degree, administrative systems, things I was interested in. Um, it was new. I'd been, actually, I'd been at school in Limerick anyway. And uh, even though it's from North Cork, uh, it, it it just took my fancy. I said, that's what I want to do. And from the moment I arrived, I thought, this is really living. Um, I enjoyed every second of the four years there. It was right. fantastic. Right, fantastic. Well, stay with us, both of you, and uh, we will take a short break, uh, chat more with you, and we'll also have somebody else telling his story of romance at University of Limerick. So we are chatting about the University of Limerick, uh, a book and oral history, 1972 to 2022 uh, was uh, launched and uh, some very interesting uh, material uh, in it. Um, and uh, we uh, have uh, with us on the line uh, Trish and John Carr, and they've been telling us how they met. Uh, and also Brendan Lillis is uh, with us. Hello, Brendan. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you so, for having me on. Of course. So tell us then um, when you were in college uh, and how you met your wife, Anne, at uh, UL. Well, we actually ended up starting in Strawberry Hill. We'd been sent over there by uh, the Irish government on scholarship. And in was, London, is it? We were, yes, uh, we started there. And then due to a strike actually on the campus when they were building the PE college, they, we actually did an extra term in Strawberry Hill where we were joined by the uh, students from Cyan Hill and Ling, the female students. So there was 36 girls and 12 fellas. Uh, and then we all landed back in Limerick in January of 73. So, um, so just to be clear, January 73 was your first time in the college, is that right? Yeah, we, we were actually due to start in September, but due to a strike by Sisk, the building wasn't built. It was a building site. Right. And, so and, we and, actually... And had, so, so, up. so, were the two of you together from the time in London then onwards, or no? I'm afraid uh, we uh, <laughs> acknowledged each other, but it wasn't until actually <laughs> post, post postgraduate that we actually got together. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, and how did that it, happen? <laughs> well, uh, in fact, it happened at, a, at a, another uh, couple from the from the universities. Uh, and that we're getting married at their wedding in Dublin <laughs> that we got together. So it, it was still influenced by the University of Limerick. In fact, uh, I think I went out with her flatmate for a while, but I didn't actually go out with her until after we graduated. Um, and, uh, and tell me, I mean, your experience at UL, what you studied, all of that? 
Well, um, we actually had, uh, we were studying physical education and uh, geography or social studies. So it was a bit of a mismatch till we actually got down to Limerick because when we landed in Limerick, we ended up in the Crescent College and then we went out to the campus for some of our library facilities. Uh, so uh, it was kind of nearly Easter of 73 when we actually got uh, fully on the campus along with the second years who had been housed in the uh, hotel down in Tralee. Uh, they seemed to get most of the publicity because they've been housed in a hotel and we were left in a disused secondary and, school in Limerick till the university opened. And, and, and tell me, um, did your wife Anne study the same thing as you? or She did, yes. She had actually started uh, up to that. Uh, only female teachers had been um, qualified in Ireland in Sion Hill College and Ling College in Dublin and she had started there then come to London and then ended up in Limerick where she did PE and French. Right and, and do you think that it had a positive influence UL um, on both of your careers and indeed your lives? Oh, it had a massive influence on our careers because most of us were involved in, indeed many of the group who were involved in sport had a natural inclination to become involved in community life. So we've had all kinds of people in the group, uh, um, ranging from a local all-star there, Colm Honan in Clonlara, and uh, we have another guy out um, Dave Barry out in Quinn, we had Jimmy Deanahan, who was the minister at one stage and Kerry footballer, and uh, indeed Rory Kinsella, who also married a classmate in Wexford, who took Wexford to the All-Ireland, uh, won an All-Ireland with them. So a lot of the group had a massive influence, right. not alone in education, but also in community life. Uh, and then we're in the process of kind of getting together all their stories Right, fantastic, uh, fantastic. Well, I, I just want to also ask uh, Trish and John Carr, who we were talking to before the break, about the influence of your time at UL on, on your lives and uh, careers. Uh, John? Oh, there's no question about the influence. Uh, we were in a very commercial environment. Uh, as I say, we were studying business studies, and the emphasis at that time was to recognise Ireland as an open economy uh, with, max, uh, with potential export opportunities and to go and exploit that. Most of the guys looked to Europe. We, for some reason of our own choice, looked to North America and focused readily. And through our first and later co-op programs of one of three, all of three, we went to Canada. So we had our compass set for to go west across the Atlantic, which gave us great opportunity for the rest of our career. Right. And would you agree, Trish? Oh, fully. Absolutely. I, I think... Um, uh, Canada was where uh, three of our girls were born and um, they all became, we moved back to Ireland then and set up our own businesses and, and that would be as a result of the experiences of UL where um, uh, we, 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 we had the strength to do it because when we came back to Ireland in 92, wasn't it John? Yeah. Um, we needed to set up our own businesses to get started and get going and that was you know, thanks to the strong background in education, um, but especially the business background of UL. So so really, the two of you are the living embodiment of the Limerick logo, Atlantic Edge European Embrace. (laughs) (laughs) That's for others to say. (laughs) Ah, you don't have to be that modest. (laughs) 
might have other opinions of us too. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and of course that, that's how the university is framed, isn't it? Obviously, yep, always the connections to North America, the US, Canada, but, but also very much through European studies and other things um, within the EU these days as well. Yes, yeah, but it had a great outlook. Uh, that's and it continues to this day so outstanding. All right. Well, listen, thank you very much for telling us about your really interesting stories, your life stories, uh, the three of you, uh, this morning uh, from your time at the University of Limerick. Uh, and uh, that is Trish and John Kerr and also Brendan Lillis. Much appreciated. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live.